Come over to our crib and we'll play a little FPS. Welcome to Channel Massive. We're gonna take off all your clothes, girl. Episode 112 of Channel Massive. We appreciate you downloading the podcast today. Yes. My name is Jason. I'll be providing you with 115 different ways to cook up a muskrat. <laughs> Mark has joined us today, and he is he has been gracious enough to provide us with bow hunting skill techniques mm-hmm. that will get us through the winter months. We do need some more hunting. When you see that bear coming, what you going to do? You're going to line up your And, of course, bear. Noah will be providing us with metrosexual tips on yes. how to keep ourselves nice and groomed. Yes. How Elis- to dress properly for the ladies. Elizabethan yes. neckbeard grooming tips. Indeed. Call Channel it. Massive is being sponsored by UGT Servers. UGT. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head on over to UGT-Servers.com for all your Ventrilo hosting needs. But don't leave yet because we've got a full episode for you. We got email and tweets. Well, we actually have an audio submission. An from Scott submission. We miss you, Scott, and we're so glad that you're back. And then after that, we'll talk about what we've been playing, if anything at all. Probably not much. Yep. And then we got a tweak. We got our emails and tweets, and we got the twig, and we got Blago Rama, like or Stereo Rama, whatever the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Banana Rama, going to be a hell of a show. Hell of a show. Thank, thank you, good folks from Paducah, Kentucky, for letting us host the podcast here today. Amen, brother. I have been playing Ben 10 Alien Force Vilgax Attacks. Really? I thought you didn't like Ben 10. Secret Saturdays, Beasts of the Fifth Sun, Space Invaders Extreme 2. That was the one. To the Extreme? Which has this totally cheesy... Like, the first one was so good, and the second one has all the great graphics and gameplay. But it has this cheesy 80s male narrator. The first game has this sexy female narrator who makes it sound futuristic and stuff like that. And for some reason, and I don't know if the cover of the game's in red, white, and blue. Damn I'm like, is this cuts. the American version of Space Invaders? Because there's this... At the end of every level, for instance, he says, Nice work, Maverick! 
And I think the last thing <laughs> I want to be called Maverick-y. <laughs> is a Maverick. Maverick. Because all I could think of are all the awful Maverick jokes from last year. And then whenever the boss comes in, he's well, like, what if you're Tom Cruise from Top Gun? Or Mel Gibson from the remake of the television series. Oh, and very good obscure reference. <laughs> at the end of the, when the boss shows up at the end of every level, he's like, don't let the enemy freak you out. And just like, you can't turn this crap off. It's so obnoxious. But the game's only 20 bucks and everything else about it rocks. So I like it. That's what I'm playing. So you know maverick I'm a maverick. You're a maverick. <laughs> what are you playing, Mark? I'm playing uh, go to work, come home, go to sleep, go to work, come home, go to sleep. It's perhaps the most exciting chapter of my life to date. Uh, I did manage to sneak in a little time for some champions online last week or so, but it's just been a tough couple of weeks. Well, so. that's not real life. No, that's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds like your real life is more compelling than your virtual life. You guys, is it time to have a, uh, what do you call that? A, a, a uh, An intervention? Yeah. Is it time, Noah? Well, which character are you playing as in your secret time? My secret time? Mm-hmm. I'm playing King Maelstrom mm. in Champions Online. What about Death Angel? She's been mothballed. <laughs> she mothballed to like get more quality time. I guess it's not time for an intervention then. Okay. Just yet. Hasn't been deleted or anything. Jason, but. what are you playing? Um, I'm playing Dragon Age Origins. And that's all I gotta say about that. Are you still disliking it as much as you were last week? I didn't say that I disliked it last week. As I just... a listener to last week's episode, I baked a difference. I just mentioned that there were some things that kind of irked me about it, but no, I'll be providing a podcast review, hopefully sometime next week. As will Mark of League of Legends, right? (coughs) Not a podcast review. Are you writing (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Wow. Yes, the pen is mightier than the uh, microphone, so... Oh! Sounds like you have a bit of a rivalry with Jason's reviewing technique. No, not at all, actually. No, no. <laughs> I just don't have any, um... I don't, I don't know how this There's stuff no all works. There's no rivalry here, only hatred. Yeah. <laughs> Burning <laughs> hatred. I'm glad to be back to mediate this week. Thanks, <laughs> <You're guys>. <laughs> <laughs> scratching you, scratching you. I needed a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it sounds like a really exciting, fun-filled week of gaming for us all. Yeah, Tune in next gonna... week to see if we fall asleep at the wheel. For me, it's like we've got games that we have to review over in Nintendo because they're sent to us and there's a lot of licensed fairs so I won't have a lot of exciting stories for you yeah, I did unfortunately. get I did get League of Legends um, the uh, I did I did play some League of Legends the retail edition I got the collector's pack retail Ooh. edition sent to me to review so I was pretty excited having already played it to to to, well, to death to death it was really funny to like log in and be shocked that I was back at level scratch. one again. <laughs> I was like, how can this... Ha- oh, wait. It was a beta. It was all a dream. <laughs> was like a, yeah, I was like, I'm level one again. But they have Reduced a... Reduced to a noob. Because it's the collector's edition, you get this like massive experience bonus. So it'll be no time at all before I'm back to my full power. <laughs> I got my ass handed to me first two games, But though. you know what shocks me is that so much of the features that the game's supposed to have are still not there. The runes aren't active. The store is not active. The microtransactions aren't active. They only have two maps. All the maps that I thought were going to be ready to launch, they're not there. Yeah, I don't know what... I, 
time will Do tell. Do note that in your review. Oh, no. I, I'm bought and sold, buddy. It's going to be a beautiful, <laughs> glowing review. <laughs> you would expect nothing less for my my integrity. In any case, shall we shall we get on with our mail and tweets and crap? Yes, bring on the mail. And now it's time for... You've got mail. Mark's trying to hurry us along. Let's do it, ready? Come on. Okay, we got one one lone emailer. Well, I'm not emailer, a long-time, long-time friend who's come back. Yes. To provide us with with his sultry southern voice. Yes. Scott from the South. He's our southern correspondent. He's our Georgia peach. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think he's from Georgia. And he's not a peach. (laughs) Well, then what, what would he be, then? I don't know, in Alabama. Where is he from? Is he from Alabama or Louisiana? I don't know where he's from. He comes <laughs> well, from, from the, the south. south. <laughs> Just in general. That's all that matters to me. So and we missed you. It's been like over three months. Noah's been pining away. I have. He's been singing sad songs. We welcome Scott back into the fray. Yes, this is Scott's spotlight. That's what let's let's crank it. it up. Turn it on. Turn it up to 12. And after a long hiatus, guys, great to be back. The economy's been sucking, so I've been having to reduce staff and work more than even catching up on freaking podcasts of all things. But a lot of great shows, finally getting back in the swing as the dust settles. And uh, had some interesting emails in episode 110. Um, Jason, just because he got raggy so hard, I think Joe's wrong. Um, I think there's a lot of innovation in, in single-player games coming along that are going to be a perfect fit for MMOs. I mean, one of the most anticipated games right now is Dragon Age, and it's because they're going to be bringing back such a great story. reason why Knights of the Old Republic is so popular and what's going to happen there is the fact that they're going to be bringing in story. I think there's a lot of innovation going into single-player games that will, over time, make it into MMOs. The fact of the matter is, I mean, we all know I play Lord of the Rings. Mark loves WoW. The reason why I don't play WoW is because I played Lord of the Rings. It's the same freaking game. Anyway, guys, I'm going to try to try to uh, send y'all a shout-out a little more often now that the dust is settling around here. Um great as always hope y'all just go to episode 1000 talk to you later bye episode 1000 geez scott i think we'll be collecting some aarp benefits by that time. maybe i don't know if no, not, no, well, if we're still if we're still doing this by episode 1000 would that be like how damn many years would that be well we've already you know outlasted a lot of podcasts for gaming so It'll probably be a thousand episodes too many. <laughs> I'm sure oh. that many would agree with I you. I think it'd be a thousand. It'd be twelve hundred and some too many. I liked but... how he referred, he said that that he plays Lord of the Rings, and Jason plays Dragon Age, and Mark plays WoW apparently. <coughs> yeah, but no one doesn't play anything. Nothing. No one plays those crap DS games that aren't worth mentioning. <laughs> those DS games and that Wii thing. It reminds me, I was reading some of our reviews in iTunes, like. Too much talk about handheld games. I'm like, I wonder who he's referring to. <laughs> who is dominating the conversation? <laughs> yeah, like I can just, I can just like imagine like a 
like a, their their interpretation of our conversation. Noah's talking about, you know, or Jason's talking about an MMO, and Noah's like, "Dude, it's all this is all solved by the latest DS game." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> where you're able to easily leverage the the incredible interface design of the Nintendo DS. Yeah. Right. Oh well. I just am glad to hear from Scott again. Yeah, I like Scott. Sounds like and I'm glad to hear that he's going to be he's planning to be a more regular contributor. We can only hope. He's eating the fiber. He'll be yes. much more regular now. More fried Twinkies. Well, deep fried Twinkies are right. are actually maybe deep fried Snickers if we're lucky. Mm. When I saw Zombieland, I saw deep fried Twinkies. Yes, I've never had a deep fried Twinkie. In fact, uh, really? the Twinkie was like the major obsession. It of was. The, I would have thought you'd have had one of, of any of the three of us. I would have thought. Hell yeah! But I will not eat a donut hamburger. That's disgusting. Oh, those are gross. Yeah, I draw the line there. Yeah, fried donut hamburgers. How about like a five pound burrito? Would you do that? Like an eating contest? Uh, no. Breakfast burrito. No. no, that's gross. I'm not Phil. <laughs> Phil would do that. Phil, if you're listening, <laughs> but with ranch dressing on top, with lots of cottage and cheese. cottage cheese on the side, like a mountain of cottage cheese. <laughs> that's how Phil. That's how Phil rolls. That's his salad. Yes. I'm going to go to the salad bar and eat healthy with uh, ranch dressing and cottage cheese and lots of bacon. Bacon. Bits. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and then like and ham, five cheeseburgers. Just but cheese we digress. <laughs> So that this was. This is back about Scott, right? I, we appreciate you Tangent. sending us your your uh, F- sultry voice. Funny story. I'm I'm sleep deprived and kind of be, uh, not all here right now, and so I actually rolled the June 2008 submission from you, Scott, and we we actually bought into it and commented. So like, I didn't know he was playing Age of Conan. Yeah, <laughs> it was your. It was how you got like banned from Age of Conan or. And they were doing updates every week. I'm like, have they been doing updates? Every yeah, week? it was. Pretty it was funny. a nice. It was a nice escape back. It was in a the blast day. from the past. Yeah, back when we were sub 100 episodes. Yeah, but yeah. Not quite on been. our way to 1,000. Now we're well on the way. I think we were anyway, before our 50 episode. Yeah, I know. Anniversary. I know. Back then. Yeah. Anyway, if if any other listeners out there care to uh, join in the absolute crazy fun that we have, zany, zany, wacky. I'd love a Northwestern correspondent, Northeastern, and West Coast, East Coast. Yeah, that way I can cover all the accent bases there, (laughs) you know? Anyway, uh, you can reach us at mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. C-H-A-N-N-E-L-M-A-S-S-I-V. Oh, was that... Was that wrong? Does your Bologna have a first name? Yeah. My B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Or you can always uh, <laughs> witness the, the witness. full firepower of our Twitter witness. feed at twitter.com slash channel massive. Thank you for calling in, Scott, and we'll talk to you guys next week. T-L-E-E-K. Hey, Jason, what time is it? It's time for the weekend. Hey Mark, do you want a pair of wings? I got a pair of wings over here to sell you. Is that a pair of wings? I'd like to buy a dollar. Is that a pair of wings? Sure. They're angel style. Ooh. They're pretty. And we've already sold one million of them. Oh my god. A million already. NCSoft has sold one million, well almost one million wings. And counting. Buffalo style, teriyaki style. Mm, breaded, non breaded, boneless. Barbecue wings. Wing Street should be concerned. 
Sounds pretty good. 500,000 sold in North America for the game Ion. European sales stand at around 470,000. But how many of those 1 million are still playing? <laughs> and how many of them are bots? <laughs> how many are dual boxers? Yeah. <laughs> how many are gold farmers? Yeah. <laughs> the truth shall be made clear. No, sure it won't. Very it's NCSoft. Oh, yeah. They'll so just silently announce. Made clear or canceled? Everything will be perfect, and then all of a sudden the death knell will be announced. <laughs> and closing. Well, hopefully not before Guild Wars 2 comes out in 2011. The and beta. handedly saved the company. Yeah, we're looking forward to the beta of Guild Wars 2 at the end of 2010, so quite a ways away, at least a year from now, before we can get into that. And so far, there are there no pre-order schemes to allow you to get early access to the beta? Oh, surely there's something. I don't see anything, though. Not so. yet. They're, they're probably still working on that. Huh. Maybe if you play Champions Online enough, you too <laughs> can have an early... Level up to, what, 30 or something in Champions Online? Get to, get to 40. Get to 40, yeah. Don't so you mean like the lifetime subscription scheme? No one's stupid enough to fall for that. Wait, except for you hmm. and the solitary thunder. And Eric. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Shameful gecko. Blamefully shameful gecko. <laughs> oh, talking, you know, what about other schemes? Because it sounds like Funcom's running a similar scheme. Mr. Funcom is running a scheme. That's actually what inspired my comment. Secret World is a game that we are all looking forward to, and we would love to play the beta, and as it as it turns out, we can get into the beta if we spend money on three more months of Age of Conan subscription. Which is a small price to pay, I think, for access to a game that could be pretty cool. New gameplay experiences. And wait, there's more. If you go for it all out for a full 12 months, Mark, are you listening? I am indeed listening. 12 months, you get Rise of the God Slayer expansion pack totally free. Which is kind of cool. I think it's really cool. I don't think I can commit to 12 months of Conan, though. I can't convince... I can't commit to anything right now. I'm just not getting getting that loving feeling. Except for Champions Online, of course, which we all know. I went a bit off the deep end, but... That's <laughs> kind of... Unrequited love, if ever there were one. Oh, wonderful <laughs> game. Anyway, it's kind of interesting. I, I would love to get into the Secret World beta. I mean... If three months of Age of Conan is the cost. and You know, and speaking of this, did you guys talk about this last week that Mythic even launched its endless free play? That no, I don't can, believe we got into that. It's, a, it's another similar scheme in that you can play Warhammer Online endlessly as long as you don't go over... Tier 1. one tier, tier 1, which is like, what, level 10 or something like that? Maybe? Well, the Tier 1 areas period. Which really? is pretty cool. I didn't see that. Oh, that's yeah, weird. They just announced it, so it's endless free play, which is a nice little scheme as well. And I hope that they get something out of that, because they were really hard hit. Oh, I see. Endless by, trial. Yeah, they were hit hard by EA's restructuring this week, losing... Uh, there's a lot of layoffs across all of EA studios, but Mythic, in particular, since it did not produce the magical cash cow that EA wanted... It did not dethrone World of War. You mean it wasn't the greatest MMO of all time? It wasn't the Led Zeppelin to be. You mean... Yeah, I mean, I totally said we called ourselves the, the, you know, the Led Zeppelin to Blizzard's Beatles. Yes. And instead you, you ended up with the monkeys. Instead we ended up with the fucking monkeys. <laughs> Fuck! 
<laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> but Fuck hey, this shit. Those TV episodes will be hilarious. Uh, yeah, they got hit really hard, really, really hard. Forty percent layoff, and yet they still try to do damage control on it. <laughs> Which I. Uh, I don't know how you do that, but I guess you go on pointing out that you've made not one but three MMOs. Dark Age of Camelot, Ultima Online, and of course Warhammer. And aren't they helping that poor Bioware company out? <laughs> with their, with no, their... Notice there were no Bioware layoffs. Yeah. There weren't, fun. curiously. Hmm, it's as if there's hope for that. It's as if EA is like, we have no MMOs except for Star Wars The Old Republic and as soon as that comes out, we will shutter everything <laughs> from Mythic. We will. Yeah. We'll take some screenshots for you folks, but that'll be about it. Say goodbye to Ultima Online, Dark Age of Camelot, and Warhammer Online, Age of Reckoning. The Reckoning will be at hand. <laughs> That's bullshit! <laughs> yeah. Nice nice spin, though, on the whole thing. I feel bad for him. I do, too. Because there are some definite, really great things about Warhammer. Yeah, they kept us playing for a long time. Until that one fateful night where we were like, fuck this! I can't believe that actually listed as one of my favorite MMOs. When I thought about it, I had a lot of fun in the scenarios. I did, too. And I loved the scenarios. I I just didn't really like much else. Oh, well. Hopefully they will bounce back, or Bioware's keen leadership will steer them in a new direction that makes them wildly successful and productive. Knights of the Old Republic... Or with, EA could with just which elves. help screw up everything Bioware's ever done, and well, there's always that. Well, we can the nuclear option. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, that is foreshadowing for our general gaming news, which is coming up next. <laughs> general gaming news we've got a couple stories to kick off that are focused more on the people in our society and how and how games they are play games them. yes and how yes. games affect them yes and how they affect games how we all affect one another or does it infect one another <laughs> well i don't know first up a lawsuit against sony online visually impaired gamers are well one particular visually impaired gamer is mad at Sony and taking it to taking it to the courts that even after re- many postal mailed and emailed requests to make the games more accessible online role playing games Sony's not doing anything whereas in comparison Blizzard's work World of Warcraft supports mods so mods have been created to make the, mm. those games more accessible to visually impaired p- players and suit alleges that the uh, that they're violating the Americans with Disabilities Act by failing to implement features to make its games more accessible to visually yeah. impaired gamers. Yeah. Which I think is a valid complaint, but something that I think is kind of odd is also the complaint in the lawsuit that this visually impaired gamer is losing money because there's an online real-world money marketplace going on that he can't participate in, so he's losing money because of that. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, apparently, Sony has ignored repeated requests through postal mail and email to come up with a reasonable modification to its games to make them more accessible. 
The suit, which doesn't mis mention SOE games by name, but appears to focus on massively multiplayer online titles, requests the addition of visual cues to point gamers to their destinations for gamers with disability-impaired visual processing. Otherwise, the guy is blind as a bat, and he can't see what he's doing. Although he can write a letter... Yes, you can see well enough to write some letters saying, I'm going to sue your ass Yeah, if you don't improve my gaming experience. I've actually thought about that before. You know, what if we lost our eyesight and then we couldn't play games? Yeah, that lost would suck. Lost our hands? Be very, very awful. I don't know what I'd do, man. So I'd probably just end it all Yeah, right I, here and now. I can understand someone with disabilities really wanting to be a part of this because it's so freaking fun and... When you can play games on Blizzard a little bit better than you can with Sony, I I can see a legitimate argument there. The whole, I'm losing money because I can't play for... That's yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, but, but yeah, I'm sure more will be revealed. On the flip side, on the positive side, Activision Blizzard has established CODE, the which stands for the Call of Duty... Gosh, endowment, yes. Endowment. With a one, it's a, it's been started with one million dollars, and it's designed to help veterans find jobs. This announcement was made simultaneous with the launch of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, there was a study, and they said, you know, um, studies show that a percentage of the unemployed veterans have been historically higher than percentage the percentage among civilians. Uh, so. Yeah, it's really cool. It looks like, you know, Activision Blizzard has, you know, stepped up. And, of course, it's all timed in, in a beautiful, you know, oh, yes. beautiful execution along with the release of Modern Warfare it's 2. Totally, I'm sure it's a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, total coincidence that it falls around the same time uh, where they're, uh, they're setting this up. E either way, even though it's just a big publicity boost for them um it's still pretty cool nonetheless it's yeah it's great to see the biggest game publisher out there that's making tons of money do something charitable for a change they're giving something, something back yeah don't hear that too often which is nice well let's talk about a company who giveth and then they taketh away at the same time yeah, this is painful. This gets back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, this is kind of brutal. Electronic Arts, um, well, they started out the week with this big announcement that they were acquiring Playfish. Uh, Playfish is a social gaming giant who um, runs games um, on Makes games for mobile like phones, Facebook, Facebook. mobile phones. Stuff like Mafia Wars, but they didn't make Mafia Wars. No, they didn't make Mafia Wars. But, but things like that. You know, it's things of that nature. I think it, they, their games include Pet Society, Word Challenge, uh, Country Story. You know, those are all, you know, huge on Facebook right now. Uh, apparently, they've got a 135 million installs across social and mobile platforms. So... They're huge. And they cost, what, $275 million? Looks like they paid $275 million plus $25 million in equity retention ar arrangements. Meanwhile? Meanwhile, so, so they start out the week by acquiring 
play just fish. Play fish, and then they turn around and they say, <laughs> "Suckers!" Corporate restructure time. It's time for a corporate restructure. So, Electronic Arts decided to kill what eighteen hundred jobs. Fifteen hundred employees, eleven percent or fifteen. And there are some analysts out there who say that number is going to grow. Yeah, um, because they're closing down entire facilities, which could mean studios, and they have not named yes. what those are. Yeah, so studios, um, you know, all over the place are being laid to waste. Uh, this is part of Electronic Arts's. Quarterly financial results. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, this is this whole thing is just really brutal. A lot of people lost their jobs. We mentioned earlier that that uh, Mythic alone um, lost forty percent of its studio to these cuts. Um, other studios include, um, I believe, one of the studios was the studio that was uh, working on the Command and Conquer uh, games. Uh, so that's uh, fairly brutal. Um, another, another one which kind of surprised me was the um, Redwood Shores. Yeah, Redwood Shores. Uh, the other one was uh, uh, Tiberon. Um, yeah, the people that, behind Madden. Yeah, the studio behind Madden. Out in Florida. Um, you know all the other sports games that are out there. Uh, you know, it's just wow. You know, it's just really brutal. I, I of course I don't know I don't know that the the Madden team probably didn't suffer as much than the NBA <laughs> probably the NBA group got cut because the NBA group has historically been lagging behind the NBA 2K franchise um, of games so that that may have been part of the group that got cut I I can't confirm or deny that I'm just speculating um, at this point. See, but yeah, this is crazy because they're down to like eighty five hundred employees now, but it hasn't even been a year since. Well, in they January, already had a, a you know pretty yeah. Sizable. So in January they cut eleven percent of their workforce, right? And now with these fifteen hundred employees, it's another seventeen percent of the workforce. So they've uh, the new CEO Rich Tello, who's been there for a few years, Rich Tello, he's taken out almost a quarter of the employees that were in what used to be the world's largest games publisher. And then on top of that, a dozen games, which he glibly said, well, we haven't told you about them yet. They're canceled. We have no idea what they are. But in a page out of Activision's book, or perhaps EA's past, Richatello said, "Well, the games that we're keeping are the ones that we can annualize. We're not going to be getting rid of the ones that we right. do every single year. Well, and then the what I've what I've heard rumored is like game, like the new Command & Conquer game that's due out after that game comes out that whole studio will be gone shut down yeah you know things like that so you know that 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 part is just a rumor at this point but i've heard you know yeah some games will get released but right after they're released then you know that studio is pretty much done you know see ya wouldn't want to be a kind of deal thank thanks for nothing could you imagine being a if you knew that, I wonder if they even know that. Well, no, I'm sure some of them have to. I mean, I, I mean, but right now, you know, they're still getting paid, so at least they have a job. But but there could be so much attrition if they could find another way to. But in this economy, where are they going to go? I have no idea. That's I think what insane. blows me away more than anything is that they they put all this money behind 
play fish. And then they wholly admit it. They're like, yeah, you know, this wasn't a coincidence that, you know, we decided to go this this route. Yeah, they're all about, it's like, we need to do DLC online and, uh, games, low in, low investment stuff. Right. And, you know, they, they cite examples like... Uh, it's diversifying. Like the Battlefield 1943 game that came out earlier. Yep. Uh, you Dragon know, that, Age is going to have a lot of DLC. Yep, the, Mass yeah, the, too, the, I'm sure. yeah, I'm sure that they're banking on DLC being a huge component. And what I, what I think might have happened there, and I think they they took a look at what happened with Harmonix and how much money they've continued to make over the years through their weekly downloadable content. Yeah. Just from rock, from the Rock Band thing. Yeah. You know, Rock Band 2's been out for... Two years? Ages now. Over a year. And <laughs> they're making more money off of that DLC, you know, than they probably ever really imagined happening. So they probably took a look at their model there and said, you know what, you know, we can just... You know, we'll create, we'll, we'll create like a core set of games and then just keep charging for DLC, we'll just charge, you know, we'll just keep building on these existing games that are already out there. And I'm not saying that that's a bad idea, I'm just saying that that's going to be their new focus. But I bet if Warhammer Online had been as successful as they wanted it to be, that this would be a totally different story. Well, yeah, I mean, don't don't expect EA to publish another MMO, you know, besides the Old Republic, of course, anytime soon, because it's just not going to happen. And maybe this means that Old Republic will just be rife with microtransactions, even more than you can imagine. Um, you know, I well, the, the thing is, is that you're already maybe? seeing that happen with with uh, Dragon Age. Yeah, so I could see Dragon like, Age released with, with DLC. DLC. Yeah, you could buy it right off the bat. Yeah, which is kind of one of my little irks about the game it's like it's basically a chunk of the game that they're like we'll section this off yeah we'll, we'll section this off and you know but the thing is is that the the one one of the parts that they had for dlc it's like a really cool part that enhances the stone golem the game quite a bit no not the stone golem that that's actually you could have got that if you pre-ordered that yeah but the uh it's the uh there was like a keep a warden's keep Oh, That's yeah. the big thing because that provides you with extra storage space and a vendor and it things like, like pretty that. Basic game functionality. You and, and and there's a little quest line that goes with it too. But I was able to finish it in a very short order. I mean, it wasn't like it was. You know, I guess I, you know, you you look back on DLC and you you look at your experiences with different DLC packs and what their value was. Yeah. You feel like you got your money's worth out of that? Not really, no. Mm-hmm. Not in comparison. How much did it cost? Um, was it like five bucks, ten bucks? Yeah, it was. Eight hundred points. It was more like seven fifty, I think. Uh, I'm, don't quote me on that because I'm under just ten, not, but close to ten. Yeah, it's it's not. What I'm saying is, is that it's not what what I've seen other companies produce as far as their their downloadable content. Well, yeah, when you look at Fallout 3. It's not comparable. Not on that scale. No. Not at all. Anyway, enough enough of that. Enough of that bitching and moaning. But hey, let's keep talking about prices. Rumored price for Project Natal is out there. Which is actually, I mean... If, Quite a surprise. If, if you're, if you're interested in, in 
up, you know, upgrading to Natal when this thing is finally said and done with, and and the, and apparently this is all this all comes from a leak from a uh, secret Microsoft tour. Secret. Um, it's going to be Natal is slated for a November 2010 release, so we're no talking surprise. a year from now. Yeah. It's their favorite time to launch things. Um, they're going to launch with the core 14, 15 games, mm-hmm. you know. Just like a regular console launch, basically. And we're looking at a sub $100 price. That's really awesome. Which is way off from what I was thinking. But even uh, analysts, they were saying 150 about, bucks. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this, like, Back when you know the you know the whole E three thing came down and yeah. everybody was freaking out over it and I saw that and I was like man they're they're gonna charge like at least well, two hundred yeah, bucks for this thing day and age when rock band and guitar hero band sets sell for one hundred fifty bucks why wouldn't you sell this baby if you bundle it with a game bundle it with a set of six games or something yeah exactly I, it's, I think that's just pretty the numbers running around are like eighty dollars fifty dollars pretty amazing. And they're going to need to do that for it to take off. If they're going to treat this like it's a new console launch, essentially, which is really what it is. It's a, it's an accessory as a console relaunch. Right. And for it to take off and for publishers to really get behind it, developers, if people need to be snapping that up like candy. I know. It's it's pretty it's And if pretty it comes nice. out like that, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Jason. I will be all over it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't go out and buy it. Like on day one. Now the people who won't be playing it are the people who are pawning off their <laughs> modded Xbox 360s yeah. over on eBay. Yeah, th- this is this is true. Um, Xbox <coughs> Live has purged up to one purged. million user users, according to a report. Um, it's funny they did, that when they before the number came out, they described it as like it's a small percentage. Yeah, it's a small percentage. Yeah, but then you know you could see like all these five percent. Yeah. Which is one million. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's totally crazy. But it's it's, it's not that the, the 360 doesn't work at all, but it's like there's no more access to life. No. They don't care and if you And so that, that basically takes away your ability to do multiplayer gaming. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to download new games. You wouldn't be able, you wouldn't to, be able to download, download new content. Use the marketplace. And that's a major... You wouldn't be able to use any of the new features coming up on November 17th. That's right. No last FM for you. No, no Twitter, Netflix, no, no Facebook Twitter, no options Facebook. there. Um, Shut out. And so what, what's... And a, this is the, the funny thing about this is that is that they, they did this the same week that Modern Warfare 2 comes out. The, probably the biggest console release... In years. In years. I mean, we're, we're that, that's including, like, Halo 3. That's including Grand Theft Auto 4. Grand Theft Auto 4. I mean, we're, Modern Warfare 2 is, like, undoubtedly the most anticipated right the And right now, generation. it's like, they've, I, I think I read somewhere they sold, like, 5 million copies already. Yeah, between, like, United States and Britain. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like, wow. I mean, that's huge. So... Yeah, so I bet... Here's what I bet happened. I, I even... I bet that a lot of players actually went out and bought Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. they actually bought it, but they bought it on their modded Xbox for their modded Xbox. So they actually paid, they probably still paid for the game, but now they have no way to play it. <laughs> That's right. They All they've got is a five-hour single-player campaign. That's right. That's they, got, they got the single-player campaign, but then after that, if they want to play any of the multiplayer stuff, which a lot of people 
That's why you the buy that game. That's the main selling point. Hell yeah. Uh, Denied. Yeah. You're so now eBay Craigslist flooded with... It's hilarious. I mean, there there's like all sorts of of, of listings on Craigslist and, and <laughs> eBay for banned Xbox Some of them cons- with like, consoles. Like 20 backed up games included. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've seen some of those ads on uh, eBay. And so they're uh, like, crap, I need to get a down payment on my next Xbox 360. It's it's kind of funny. It's really funny. I mean, I just I it cracks me up. I uh, just can't believe that they'd be dumb enough or, or feel confident enough about their hack that they're still trying to go online and update the system with it because that's the only way that can happen. It's I've always understood. Well, no, you see, the, I think the it. real the funny thing is is that Microsoft, you know, to to cause this many accounts being banned all at the same time. I mean, it really was. It it was like a you know, they, they, they've been investigating this for quite some time now. So you think now. it's a plan they allowed them to get online for? Sure they, they did. Sure they did. They were like, you know, out. yeah, because, you know, you're still going to be able we'll, we'll let you do all this other stuff. And, you know, you're still paying for Xbox Live here. You know, because, yeah, I mean, it's not like they can just log on and play Xbox Live without paying the, you know, the subscription oh, fee. Oh, yeah, you can't hack that. So, you know, they're still getting their, you know, they're still getting their monthly monthly money from all these guys who are playing on Xbox Live and they're you know they're they're getting all they're getting you know even like probably DLC you know I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of pirates who bought the game but then if there was like any DLC involved and they're like oh yeah well you know I'll, I'll pay for the DLC you know whatever so they'll 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 go that far but yeah you know when the time came for the biggest game release you know in years Boom, out of here. You're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, and you know what? And, and and here's another interesting thing that I was thinking about is that this, you know, yeah, they did this knowing that this was like the biggest console release of you know in years. All these Xbox gamers who are now unable to play it. I wonder how many of those guys went out and bought new Xbox 360s. <laughs> well, isn't that a right of pr- passage just the 360 with all the crashing 360s? It's, it's pretty normal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, but I'm just saying, you know, it's like, so how much more money did did Microsoft make by by? Or being... did they convert them to PlayStation 3 owners? <laughs> well, you know, that's another thing. You don't have to pay to play online there. Never know. Be interesting to see what happens. Maybe that'll give Sony an unexpected boost. So it could, yeah, sales. you know, it could backfire on them, or it could give them a, you know, could give them a boost. You never know. <laughs> um, our last general gaming news story. I thought is this about was an Wii. interesting one about the Wii, yes, and the Wii, the Wii Fit. Yeah, which is supposed to be all about making yourself healthier, having a better, a stronger core being better in shape and more health conscious and really it's it's a it's a game that's all about getting in shape it's much less about being entertained it's much more about making yourself into a healthier person and so an official study was done against its health benefits and the response from the the committee that studied it is pretty pretty underwhelming and that a game made for entertainment right a tech demo, essentially, Wii Sports gives right. you a better workout. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know, so so the the unsurprising thing is is okay, yes, and 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 I I think any moron out there could figure this out. Is that 
All right, so if you're doing all these step aerobics and and things like that on the Wii, it's not the same kind of workout you're going to get by doing it, you know, in yeah. in real life. Yeah. Okay, so that was like that was like the the first part of the study there. But then they started comparing it to like other you know, Wii games like Wii Sports, and then they they determined that Wii Sports, the games in Wii, that came with the very first, you know, very first bundles of Wii, that game burns more calories than <laughs> than uh, Wii Fit does. That's just crazy. Yeah, but there is a silver lining. Wii Fit. Man, I have to admit, you know, that boxing game, man, that thing kicks my ass. It does. It's. It, it requires it's a good workout. you to really get into it. I mean, it's a you good can workout. you can cheat on it by doing wrist flicks, and I've seen people do that, and I think they're really lame because it's not how it's supposed to be played, and it's not as fun. No, uh, but I can understand if you're getting into it and you're playing it the way my parents have played it, that I've played it, just get into it and really just throw everything. Well, yeah, into doing it. the tennis thing. I mean, yeah, much more aerobic exercise. But the silver lining from the American Council on Exercise—that's the committee's name—who slipped my mind earlier is that at least Wii Fit does burn twice as many calories as normal video games. So basically, just sitting on your ass playing uh, <laughs> Fallout 3 isn't going to do much Apparently for Apparently it's not burning much calories. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry to break that Damn news it. <laughs> No fitness achievement unlocked there. <laughs> My Fallout 3 training regimen oh. idea has totally gone out the window. Oh well. <laughs> well, we will get into our weird gaming news next where... There is. We'll talk about a combination of of cage fighting and yes, <laughs> chess and gaming. It's not totally video games, but it kind of ties. And lots of weird. You know stuff. what I found? What I found funny about about all this weird gaming news, Noah? What? Most of it's Nintendo related. Of course, <laughs> it's a specialty. That's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> benefit of fitness and video games on a typical <laughs> gamer. Yes. And you think this next story may have been perfect for the general gaming news, but this is too weird to include in general gaming news. Yeah, we couldn't Yeah, we couldn't possibly <laughs> you know, pass this up. It wasn't general gaming news. It's not even video gaming news. No, it's not. <laughs> but in a battle of brains and brawn Somebody has managed, and this is this this can only happen overseas. This wouldn't oh, yeah. happen in the United States. No. They've apparently combined chess <laughs> and boxing together into one sport called chess. Chess boxing. boxing. <laughs> <laughs> they have a little card table and a chess board set up in the middle of a boxing ring. They have a hot little girl running around with a round one. There are 11 rounds. And in each round, there's four minutes of chess and three minutes of boxing. And it just <laughs> alternates back and forth between that. So they take off the gloves and they sit at their little chess table and they move the pieces around. And they're like, all right, man, it's time. Time to get it on. Time to take this, uh, put the brains down and put the gloves up. And they put their gloves up <laughs> and they start hitting each other in the head. And then they go back to playing chess. So it must be like a battle of attrition or something because no they're like, 
they're like beating the crap out of each other, and then they have to sit back down and concentrate on a complex yeah. game game of chess. And so they sit there; they're all like stupefied because they just got beaten in the head, head a few got times. A concussion. Yeah, and if there's no victor after eleven rounds of boxing right. and playing chess, then the winner is not the person who played chess better; it's the one who got the most hits during the boxing matches. Well, of course. <laughs> Wouldn't you have it any, any this other way? This is a case of brawn over brains. Yes, for it sure. is. So it has nothing to do with your chess skills. No. <laughs> it's really kind of a joke. It's like, well, you think about it, what if you got mismatched? What if you had like a hardcore, nerdy, non-boxing chess player and then, like <laughs> a major crap chess player, but so, he's a kick-butt boxer? So say you put like Kasparov against Mike Tyson. Yeah. Could you imagine? I Wow. That would be awesome. That would be like the ultimate chess boxing match matchup right there. So the founder of the chess organization, this is the great one. In this corner, Kasparov! (laughs) And in this corner, Iron Mike Tyson! That would be cool. Like, maybe, like, Nintendo will come out with, like, a new version of, like, we punch out. Except it'll be like the chess checkmate, checkmate, edi- yeah, checkmate edition. The checkmate edition, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that would be cool. So the founder of chess boxing, this all ties up in August. He founded it in 2008 of August. So it's actually taken a year for us all to know about this. But he says, "Wow, if you get a guy to box, it teaches him self-respect. But if you get, if you teach him something like chess as well." You teach him a whole new set of skills. <laughs> and those are skills which can be put to practical use when it comes to finding jobs. Unless you're brain dead after taking too many hits <laughs> to the fucking head. You stupid British people, I swear. Only in Britain. I got applauded. It's 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 pretty funny. <laughs> Alright. Well I'm not I'm not saying all British people are stupid, but come on. When are we gonna get some UFC checkers combos or something. <laughs> UFC and Purchasing, UFC maybe, and I don't know. Like croquet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sweet. Croquet and UFC. <laughs> well, you know, after that last UFC, man, I don't know. Anything they could do to spice up the the game. Boom, maybe it'll knockout. work. Boom, knockout. <laughs> There's no time for chess in there. Uh, the Game Boy is making its... Way into the Toy Hall of Fame, along with the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And the big wheel. And the big wheel. So, yeah, I know. It's taken them this long to put the ball into the fucking national. Yeah. Well, no, it's just the ball. Oh, wait, it's just the ball. Yeah. It's just the concept of the ball. It's kind of crazy. It is. Uh, you think like the around. ball would be like the first thing that would go into the toy yeah. hall of fame. Yeah. And the interesting thing about the Game Boy, which I'm totally happy the Game Boy's in there, but the Game Boy actually beat out Cabbage Patch Kids and the Rubik's Cube. So the Rubik's Cube or the Cabbage Patch Kids, they're they're going to have to wait another year. They're still not in the toy hall of fame. Wow. And this toy hall of fame has been around for more than one year at least. I don't know how long. But... I don't know who's running this, but it's kind of a weird set of priorities, if you ask me. I guess so. And speaking of mismanaged priorities, remember those police officers who last year, and then we found out just this year, oh, right. during the they, drug they bust got, raid? Yeah, and, during the drug bust raid, they got caught playing Wii Bowling. Yeah, thanks to the yeah. uh, paranoid drug seller's security camera that happens to be installed there in his right. den of inequity. 
Well, they got their punishments, I they guess. Did. They did. Which was nothing. They got like a slap on the fucking wrist, I guess. Yeah, if they were going to put it in bowling terms, it's not a gutter ball. It's more of a spare. Yeah, they just got the spare. Yeah. They didn't get a strike. The they didn't get off so... Jack Free, but basically they're just getting extra training hours. And they're getting either two hours of extra training or yeah, four hours of extra, extra training. Yeah, extra retraining. Retraining, yes. that's what it is. So the undercover detectives uh, received a letter of retraining and are required <laughs> to complete two hours of retraining. Oh, my god! Supervising sergeants involved in the incident got a letter of guidance and four hours of retraining. Now, are they going to train them on how to properly do an investigation, or is it going to be on how to play wee bowling <laughs> maybe work on their strike skills maybe they maybe they determined from the videos that their wee bowling <laughs> skills were very not subpar up to snuff no. for the department yes so they they were like you know you know we're going to invest in some uh, wee motion plus yeah uh need add some more finesse to those uh those spins that right <laughs> right god <laughs> seriously you know, but don't okay. worry don't worry the 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 sheriff's chief of staff Gary Hester he said I'm absolutely convinced these folks will never do that again I think we handled everything appropriately <laughs> right right anyway yeah it's like it, it it was one of those things where they they handled it internally yeah. from the looks of things pretty great Mario and Luigi are on the lamb this is funny too. Not getting enough uh, gold coins or one-up mushrooms. No. They decided to rob gas stations. <laughs> so cops are hunting for a group of robbers caught on camera assaulting a cabbie in Staten Island while wearing Halloween costumes of the popular video game characters Mario and Luigi. Uh, four young men were in a yellow cab on November 1st, apparently after a Halloween party. When one of them reached into the into the driver's pocket, police said, um, stopped at a gas station and asked the suspects to pay and leave. Instead, Mario and Luigi beat him up, stole his cash, and fled. Surveillance video shows Mar- Mario and Luigi um, wearing their colorful overalls and caps. And they wrestled the cabbie down while a third man dressed in a tuxedo. I wonder who that Nintendo character was. Um, James Bond from GoldenEye 64? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, the third man who was dressed in the, in the tuxedo looked, uh, looked out um, as a lookout. Uh, so, anyway, if you have any information Somebody get that will lead to the arrest the of these two, two damn Italian plumbers who... Who somehow lost their way. The economy's been hard. They're not getting left plumbing jobs, apparently. <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could turn to their Xbox and learn. Learn from ways. the learn from the power of the Lord. Yeah, they can download Bible Navigator X. To the extreme! That's right. <laughs> Full text of the Bible, Old Testament, yes. New Testament. If you if you couldn't get enough of Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, however the hell you refer to him, <laughs> <laughs> every Sunday, now you can download him on Xbox Live. 
For only 400 MS points. 400 MS points, you'll get full access to both the Old and New Testaments never seen before. And you can search it, you can bookmark it, and you know what? The Xbox isn't just secular entertainment anymore. That's right. Uh, According to... Yeah, B&H. Yeah, B&H Publishing Group. Publishing Group, who publishes Bible Navigator X. The Xbox isn't just a secular entertain isn't just secular entertainment anymore. We can use technology that other people develop to study scriptures through a new medium. Some people are just more comfortable with the controller in their hands than a book. I wonder if this the righteous will... fury of Jesus's Xbox 360 controller. And you know, I've seen will so hammer many, down upon me. So many Jesus names and Xbox 360 gamer handles that are not appropriate and then Jesus avatars and I wonder if they're going to have a copy of Bible Navigator X I wonder if this is going to mean more holy texts from other religions will start showing up and how, what the reaction will be to that yeah maybe we'll have like the Quran mm-hmm. on there and then we can see which one's selling more or if they pri- are they priced even <laughs> and... well you know that's that's the cool thing that's is really that Xbox will be able to They'll be able to track all of that. And this is something that reminds me of another story, new story. I don't know if you saw it, Jason, but you you know the Left Behind series of books? Yes, those are the ones where apparently like, they go through the rapture or something like that. And the that. people that are left on Earth that don't get taken away. Right. Well, they've made a bunch of video games, and they just released them at Walmart last week, and they're like, sold out. So they're selling like hotcakes, huh? Mm-hmm. I think they're exclusive to Walmart. I'm not sure. Really? I, I don't know anything more than that. I just know that stat, but hmm. I mean, I'm not familiar with the books. I I don't. I just know that I know as much as the summer. I don't read. <laughs> you do read. No, I do read. I just I guess I just don't read drivel like that. But that's a debate for another show. Yeah, maybe that can be part of our next roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> for our last. Weird gaming news story. This is a little bit of an epilogue. Uh, I thought a very funny epilogue. To trademark troll Edge Games boss Tim Langdell. He's the guy who owns the trademark of the word Edge. He's owned it since the 80s, both in the U.S. and in the U.K., and gave a developer of a very popular, very (laughs) well-reviewed iPhone game. He he gave it a hard time because it was called Edge, and it's Uh like, you're violating... Our stuff, and he threatened legal action. He had Apple pull it down. They got freaked out. They finally put it back up in October. Well, he's now trademark the word Edge. Yeah, that's the name of his company, and he's claiming that if you make a game, even EA <laughs> with its Mirror's Edge, if you make a game with the name with the word Edge in it, people are going to confuse it as something that's been made by his company, Edge Games, even though he hasn't released a new retail game since 1990. All he's been doing is suing people in courts that violate the Edge trademark. Well, (laughs) Electronic Arts got involved saying they're trying to petition, at least the U.S. Trademark Office, to nullify Langdell's Edge-related trademarks because he's been threatening legal action against them for Mirror's Edge. He hasn't Mm -hmm. completely sent it through. So Electronic Arts is doing this, uh, saying, look, we're going to just have your trademarks nullified because you're not actually doing anything. You're right. not actually making games. And that hasn't stopped Mr. Langdell from submitting a new lawsuit chase or legal threat 
against Puzzle uh, Puzzle Kings, who made the game Killer Edge Racing, which has been out for four years. After that, the people have been making iPhone apps. Of course, like, he's just getting around to suing these. Yeah, people. and he's you know what the funny thing is, is he's also simultaneously trying to trademark the name Killer Edge Racing, so it can be doubly litigious against Puzzle Kings, the developer. Ah, yes. So that's sent all the iPhone app developers over the edge, and they've been renaming <laughs> all their apps to... Don't say it! We could get sued! That's true. Damn you, Noah! I think a great example is from Polytron Corporation. They made a game called Fez, and they've now renamed it Fedge. <laughs> and the new summary of the game says, to better represent the edgy nature and, the, and aesthetic of the game and edges of squares and cubes, Polytron is proud to announce the name change from Fez to Fedge. <laughs> we at Polytron Corporation are at the edge of everything, at the edge of other edges, so it only makes sense to reflect this edginess in our product's name, which is now Fedge. And then they <laughs> added in the tags Edge, Edge of Edge, Edgy, Edgy, Edge, 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 Fedge, and Fez. <laughs> On top of that, you can also look forward to a sequel to the game Elis, now going to be called Edgeless. Closure is now retitled Closure on the Edge of Reality. And Dismount's official sequel will be named Ledge Dismount. Oh, and there's also Edgeward McEdgington. And Critter Crunch has been renamed to Critter Credge. Langdell's going to have his hands full. Sounds like he'll be busy suing people <laughs> for a long, long time. And if you haven't gotten a chance to, Games Industry Biz is like a four-page article where they try to interview him when he got on to the Edge game debacle earlier this year totally hilarious definitely worth reading because he pretends like he's not himself and he he re- refuses to give response to gamesindustry.biz and then he starts responding to them saying this isn't tom Lingdell. this is these are other people that are at, at the edge company and we think this and we think that but then they're all signed with his name <laughs> <laughs> definitely something worth checking out and really exciting to see would you say he's gone there. over the edge <laughs> quite possible <laughs> That's a wrap for Weird Gaming News. We'll be coming back in just and a moment. now it's time for... Alright, not so much a true blogosteria, but just something that just pissed me off when I saw it. I'm not sure if it had the same effect on everybody else, but, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. Everybody knows Modern Warfare 2, most popular game out there today. Yep. Uh, huge sales, 5 million copies roughly sold, if you're to believe the figures from Activision Blizzard that have come out today. Uh, just huge, huge game. Everybody and their grandma's playing it. That's not a stretch. Uh, considering all the hype it's got. Uh, anyway, of course, Fox Fox News got a hold of of the windfall, and and they started investigating the game, and they were thinking, oh my gosh, it's one of the most violent games of all time. And you can play as a terrorist. And you can play as a terrorist, and all and all that nonsense. And everybody, uh, you know, if you've been, you know, watching all the hype leading up to this game, you know that there's, you know, realistic violence in it. There's elements where you as a CIA agent infiltrate a 
terrorist organization, become a terrorist yourself, I guess, and uh, participate in some of their violent actions. Uh, but apparently it's very well done, uh, receiving critical acclaim everywhere. Uh, but of course, Fox News being Fox News, they decided to hold an interview um, between um, the host, who is uh, Steve Ducey, and two debaters. Uh, one debater was Jim Steyer, who represented Common Sense Media, and John Christensen um, from a slash gamer from slashgamer.com, which is a uh, gaming blog that I never heard of until today. Never heard of until today. But apparently, Fox News knew about it. Yep. So let's let's go ahead and roll the audio on that, and we'll give it a listen. Okay. The controversial new video game is called Modern Warfare 2, and it is flying off the shelves. But is this fantasy game just a little too real? And is it appropriate? Let's have a fair and balanced debate on this Veterans Day. We have John Christensen, founder of the gaming blog SlashGamer.com, and Jim Steyer, founder and CEO of Common Sense Media. They both join us from San Francisco. Jim, let's start with you. you got some problems with this game. Well, I mean, what you really need to know about this game is, number one, it's an incredibly popular game. Mm -hmm. The first, the original sold about 13 million titles, and it's a really violent game. So the real issue is, how old is the person who's playing it? It's a very well-made game. It'll, it will fly off the shelves. But there's no question that certain forms of video game violence can be correlated to aggression in, in the mm -hmm. kids who use them. So it's really a question of the age of the user. And of course, uh, the, and game, the, game comes with the, the game comes with the warning that says uh, you've got to be at least 17 years old. John, a lot of people have a problem, though, where you get to essentially be a terrorist and kill people, and it's very realistic. Uh, it, it is definitely realistic, Steve. But I think a lot of people don't seem to understand you're not actually a terrorist. You're a CIA undercover agent. You are infiltrating uh, a, a terrorist organization. And the game specifically says that when you go into, uh, when, you, when you work with this terrorist organization, you are, um, you, you, you are a, 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 a CIA operative. And, uh, right, well, you, you, can join the, the you can join the enemy in a terrorist attack on an airport. And, and, and so, Jim, some people are saying, you know, and you brought up the good thing, at what age is it appropriate? You know, then again, is it ever appropriate to assimilate killing people? Well, here's the, that is a good question, and you have to decide that for yourself. I mean, we live in a world of free speech, so you can create these games. I mean, the issue, though, for violent video games, including very well-made violent video games like Call of Duty, is there's no question that there's a correlation between video and game violence and screen violence and aggression in real mm -hmm. life. The American Academy of Pediatrics just came out with a statement about that. So it really is a call on the basis of the user, and, and in the case of someone who's a parent of a teenager, sure. which is okay. this, this game's at... Is it okay or not? The violence is the issue, All right. and that's the call that you have to make, and you need to use common sense in, okay. in terms of using games like this. And, John, I'll give you the final word. Uh, you know, it's definitely, kids definitely can pick up the game uh, if parents buy it for them. That's the big thing. Uh, I, have a, I have a buddy that works at a local retail store. He's a manager there. A bunch of group of kids came in. They all said, hey, we're going uh, mm -hmm. to get the game. He asked them if they were under 17. No. He said no to them. I mean, 
retailers are doing a good job right now. It's been proven time and time sure, again. Sure, but none, none of the less, the, guys, if you, you, know, uh, you, you bring a game into a house, nothing to stop an eight-year-old kid from becoming a terrorist and shooting people. That's right. Uh, on a yeah, video game. Yeah, but you're not game. a terrorist. That's, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. You're not a terrorist. All right, uh, John and You're Jim. not really. It's pixelated violence. It's violence. It's not. It's not real. It's right. not real. It's John, not real. John and Jim, the debate goes on. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. So, of course, you know, from the interview, you could tell that it was all, you know, geared against. Oh, you know, the common sense media guy was like, oh, you know, it's like violence, and you know, kids are being, you know, able to, you know, buy this game and and become terrorists and stuff. Oh yeah. The thing that pissed me off about this interview, you know, this little, you know, little debate more than anything, was the jerk ass from fucking SlashGamer.com. <laughs> I mean, did he not come off sounding like an absolute fucking moron or what? Yeah. It's like, thanks for representing the gamer crowd, bud. We really appreciate it. He was like, "Buda, buda, buda." It's uh, you're a CIA agent. CIA agent. You're you're not really a terrorist. 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 <laughs> and then, like shaking his. And if you see the video, seriously, he looked like like flabbergasted. Like yeah. he didn't know what to say. He's looking up to the left, looking up to the right, shaking his head, rolling his eyes. We couldn't tell if he had to go to the bathroom or what. Oh my God! I know. You know, it was like the second that guy. You know, the second the guy from the from the common sense media group was like talking about, you know, the correlation between violence and video games and stuff like that, I would have been like, shut the fuck up. You know, it's like that. You know, for every study that you you have about, you know, a link between, you know, violent video games and violence, you know, among teenagers, you know, I'll show you another study that totally refutes that. You know, it's, you know, it's pretty much bullshit. But instead, he was just like, uh, it's not real. <laughs> it's pixelated violence. It's pixelated violence. It's, it's not, not real. real. It's not real. It's not real. Which you I know, think was like him projecting. Totally, I mean, he was really thrown for a loop, I think, through the yeah. whole interview. I mean, he had no idea, you know, he just had no idea how to respond to some of these questions that were being thrown well, the at TV him. TV lights and the cameras just deer in the headlights. Totally ineloquent. So anyway, totally John, next time you're called by Fox News, please just... Let the phone ring and... Respectfully decline. Respectfully decline. And let somebody else handle these kind of things, because you are definitely not qualified. He's the founder. Whatever. Goodness. Whatever, man. I mean, come on. Seriously. It's not real. I'm not really here. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, it's he kind of sounded like he was trying to think that way. He's like, no. He's clicking his happening. heels together, hoping for the best. Oh, my God. It, it was just work. so pathetic. And you know what's funny is if you look at the YouTube video, at least at the moment that I looked at the YouTube video, there's all these guys supporting him and defending him. Nobody's actually pointing out what a total doofus he was. What a, I'm and serious. And representing that side of the argument. He might as well have not been there. No, he may as well not have been because the other, and you know it was funny because they showed the other guy, the guy from the Common Sense Media Group. Um, what's his name again? Jim Steyer, and he's like laughing at the dude. Yeah, he's just totally smiling. Like, like oh as my soon gosh. as soon as he's like starts stammering and blah, the guy's like laughing. It's like you know? slam he's dunk. Like, you guys, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you guys picked the right guy for this interview. He's an idiot. So yeah, you know, sorry, John, but. You know, we got to call him like we sees him here. Not made for TV. You were not made for TV, my friend. Not made for TV at all.
That's a wrap for episode 112. Maybe wap. Somewhere along the line, Mark went silent. <laughs> a long time ago, Mark went yeah, silent. This during became the a two person show yet again. With the totally superior. You know, and I think we may we may Jason. just start calling this the the Jason and Noah or yeah. Noah and Jason Dynamic duo. Game hour Yeah. Something. Yeah. I mean I know that's not the best name for it. We can come up with something yeah, else. Yeah. Hey, listeners, but... if you have an idea, send them in to, <laughs> to mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or you can shoot you can include that in a one hundred and forty character tweet at yes. twitter.com slash channelmaster. True. Jason will be there to immediately provide your reaction. Maybe thumbs up, Depends. thumbs down. I've been kinda of slacking on our Twitter feed lately. <laughs> Too but much we... Dragon Age. Well, yeah, I don't blame you. you well, you've been, you've been providing us non-champions online styled updates about your Dragon Age, which is way better than champions <sighs> yeah. online updates. Yeah. I actually confused. I got confused because you said my dog just brought me a wine, and I thought you were talking about your real world dog. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's. But pretty I will impressive. say that the uh, the my son set the emergency alarm off at the McDonald's was a real life event. Yes, <laughs> not video game related at all. Unfortunately, uh, no achievements unlocked. There. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know, man. I, Maybe there are. <laughs> there, there may have been. <laughs> there may have been, but uh, I didn't see it happen. I was too busy trying to pick him up and going, "Um, sorry, see you guys. Later. <laughs> We're out of here." <laughs> uh, did you get that happy mail made yet? <laughs> but, but Mark should be back with us next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had family members to tend to. We hope you like the show. We thank you very much for downloading it. Give us a review over at iTunes. Leave us uh, an email. Send us an audio recording like Leave Scott Leave a comment did. on the website. Comment on the website. All of it. We're ready for it. We're ready and waiting. We love you. Yes. We are here for your love. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back for more of it next week. Take a shot of the new bowl, shot it in.